I recently wrote this in a short story. It's somebody thinking about loneliness, and he says, not nerd loneliness, but actual loneliness. Not where you spend your childhood tinkering in a garage or on an early computer, and you end up doing the special effects on Star Wars, or you get in with Microsoft or Apple right at the beginning. I'm talking about actual loneliness, people who have nobody. And then, this past Friday, I came across a fairly prominent writer. I guess if you wanted to pigeonhole her, you would say that she is a genre writer, but still a New York Times bestselling author, even for all of that. And I came across a huge post that she had done, about 5,500 words, where she is bemoaning what Elon Musk has done to Twitter or X since buying it, uh, ruining the sense of community that she and many others clearly found there, even with the substratum of ugliness and all the rest of it that was underneath Twitter even before Elon Musk got there. But then she has this huge and really sort of when you think about the last 30, 35, or 40 years or so, a really kind of beautiful digression on all of the different platforms that she has found community with. And she mentions uh, just a few of them, uh, Prodigy, AOL, GeoCities, AngelFire, MySpace, LiveJournal, Facebook, and now, of course, Twitter. And she's basically sobbing over what all of these platforms have turned into. And she says things like, these were our spaces, and please let's don't ever stop talking to each other. If we can't do it here, we need to find a way to do it somewhere else. And then she uses these three words, us weird geeks. There has to be a place for us weird geeks. But then I come back, after reading all of that, I come back to the line from my story. What I'm talking about are actual geeks, geeks who haven't met anybody like them at all, geeks for whom there is no t-shirt or subreddit or any place like them, and or geeks who never found their place on Prodigy, AOL, GeoCities, AngelFire, MySpace, LiveJournal, Facebook, or Twitter. And I realize that while the, the sense of loneliness that I'm talking about is sort of an exaggeration, and I'm not speaking about myself, uh, this sense of the geek for whom there is no t-shirt, um, I think that really is me. Because I do know of many people who are interested in each of the particulars that makes up this podcast. They're interested in poetry and history, in mythology or religion, or in creativity. But I know maybe only one or two people who are into all of them in quite the general and messy way that I am, or in some equivalent of half a dozen or a dozen things in the way that I am. And I was told a long time ago, especially when I was running a small press that had a bunch of authors uh, in its stable, I was told that I could easily be a hipster or even a guru of sorts if I really wanted to, I could probably have uh, a bunch of followers if I wanted to, but even 20, 25 years ago, I recoiled from doing anything like this. And 
getting back to what that author was writing about, um, I realized that I have never found, or maybe it's a better way to say that I've never found a way to find meaning or belonging online. Um, I've never really understood how people do it or how they maintain it or really just how they start to do it. I've realized that the value of whatever it is that I find online, what I go looking for, what it always does is, is it leads back to print. It leads back to books. It leads back to whatever I'm writing or interested in. And what I'm interested in very rarely has to do with anything that is strictly online. It usually has to do with finding something that was in print that I can't access, but that I can find it online, and then going and taking it back somewhere else to use it that way. And I realized that the real sign that I've made a connection with somebody online is that we start to email, and the evidence of a connection is not that there's a huge thread somewhere of us talking on Twitter, it's that we've sort of gotten back to writing old-fashioned letters. And then I realized that the success of this podcast relies on these platforms that I have no interest in or ability to succeed in or really even to explore. Um, I got off Twitter a few months ago because one day being on it just, and it wasn't even anything that, uh, that alarming um, or, or, yeah, it just wasn't anything that alarming at all. But just the, the way of interacting on it just ruined my mood for the rest of the day. I could hardly do anything at all. But when I canceled it, when I canceled my account on Twitter, I suddenly felt better, and I felt better ever since. Um, I realized that the success of this podcast relies on a model also of marketing and of an understanding of creativity and engagement with an audience, which says over and over again, just do one thing. Large numbers of people do not gravitate to anything that dips its toes into a dozen things. Only do poetry, only do history, only do mythology, only do religion, or only do creativity. Do not do all of them. And I realized that the success of this podcast also relies on a sense of networking that I simply do not have. And it relies on an ability to post continually about what I'm reading, what I'm watching, what I'm writing, what I'm seeing, what I'm doing, what I'm eating, what I'm cooking, uh, whatever it is, of just doing this day after day, day after day. And I realized that it also relies on an already available reputation that I don't have. Because I ask you honestly, would this uh, would this 5,500 word screed about live journal and Twitter and how it makes this author feel, would it have been read by anybody at all if it wasn't written by someone who was already well known, even if only by a us geeky subculture? I don't think that it would be. And that's something that is difficult to realize, but it is, the evidence of it is right there. Uh, that one essay just has hundreds and hundreds of comments of people sympathizing with what she's saying. But if she were just someone out there, a complete unknown, um, actual loneliness, actual geekiness, who wrote this, um, 
it's hard to believe that it would have been read, seen, or commented on at all. And so I, the, the question that I have been, has been running through my head all weekend has been, uh, how do you find, or how do I find, the lonely or isolated ones who maybe are actually unfindable, the ones who seem to be more like me, not the, not the geeks who have found their niche, but the geeks who never have and perhaps who never will. Um, but maybe, maybe I have found those people, and that's the real reason that um, I hear from comparatively so few of you in comments or through email. The other option is that these people are not findable, or that in this podcast, mostly, I'm just talking to myself. I realize that another motivation uh, that led to this podcast is that uh, in what I write, there is this need to want to include everything. Um, just notes and notes and notes about a story about grade school or high school or, or about being an adult, uh, about working at a job or going to the grocery store. And um, the precious need to include as many of these details as possible because they mean a great deal to me. But then at some point realizing that, uh, as I've known the whole time, the best poem and the best story can only really be just a selection or a suggestion of a richness of detail that goes unstated or unused. You think of everything that uh, Vincent van Gogh must have seen in his lifetime. And even though he painted a massive amount of individual works, you know that there are so many things um, that never made it into his letters, never made it into his paintings. And so that I think that it's also possible that this podcast has been a way for me to perhaps cheat or do an end around uh, that realization where I have a place where I can state uh, all of these things that perhaps are unstatable. I can give you all the details that otherwise would never make it into a story or a poem. Or apparently I am communicating with somebody out there, although it's sometimes it's hard to understand who they are or where they are. Um, and perhaps what I really need to be doing is focusing on those stories and on those poems. I remember what Ted Hughes said in his advice to the mother of a uh, of a would-be poet who was 15 or 16 at the time. And he said, if the things that you want to say are, if they can only be said in the realm of poetry, then you've probably got a poet on your hands. Or if it can only be said through the medium of fiction, then you probably have a fiction writer on your hands. I wonder if I need to focus on those things that can be said nowhere else, not even on a podcast. And so what I'm really asking here uh, on a Sunday night um, in late November of 2023, what I'm asking is whether you think this podcast is worth continuing with. And perhaps me just asking the question is its own answer, because if I have to ask, well, maybe it just isn't. Um, but it also struck me that uh, a huge dip, a huge sort of lowering in the listenership over the last year, uh, this only happened when I really began to pay attention to those numbers, when I started doing ads, and when I started 
uh, doing a newsletter to uh, sit next to the podcast. And this dip in listenership seemed to also occur just when I began actively trying to, quote, have a podcast. It struck me that the podcast was at its most successful when it was sloppy, when its homepage was sloppy, and when hardly any of the episodes had a proper description on iTunes or Spotify. But now that it has all of those things, now that finding it and engaging with it and listening to it and supporting it is as easy and ironed out as it has ever been, it appears that something is a little bit off or I feel a little bit lost about all of it. Which brings me back to the famous author again and us weird geeks. And so I wanted to leave all of you just with this short message. And I'd just like to hear from anyone out there what they think about what I've just said. And thank you, as always, for listening wherever this podcast ends up going from here.